literally changing our life overnight. We're like, oh my gosh, this is for real. So a couple of days goes by and I'm asking Laura and everybody, should I call this guy? He made the phone call and I'm glad he did. So I, I call him up and I said, you know, to Thomas, Dan Dobbs, an American, I'm, hey Dan, I'm doing fine. I sent you an email and I'd ask you for a certain money. That'd be a good no a number. Sure, that's fine. If that's what you want, we'll make that work. And I, I just couldn't hang up fast enough because that went from four shows to 280 shows, yeah. I guess. And yeah. It's the Radius Podcast, recorded from New York City. Welcome. <laughs> so how, how long ago did you guys get into the auction business? You know, I, uh, my grandfather was an auctioneer. And I used to go back to Arkansas like it, when I was 8, 9, 10, 11, 11 years old. It was 1974. I looked at my grandpa and said, I want to be just like you, Grandpa. I want to mm -hmm. learn how to auctioneer. And he cried like a baby. And three weeks later, I was auctioneering. I was auctioneering. I was selling a sale on, uh, on the Buffalo River. And I saw my name in print as an auctioneer. I heard my name on the radio. And I thought, I love this attention, right? I love it. And so I just I got up there and I just did it. And uh, I've never looked you. back. And the guy that yeah. taught my grandfather how to auctioneer was a guy named... Uh, Detman Mitchell and Detman was alive, you know, when I was a kid, and he said, "Sam, I think he's got more natural potential than anybody I've ever seen to auctioneer." And didn't he pick you up and put you up like on a dresser? And he said, "Get no, going, he, boy." No, I, I was. He didn't really grab me. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was like eleven. I could. I could hopple. I was like a monkey. He says, "Get it going." So, get yeah, it he going. did. Yeah, yeah it's, it is true. Uh, he put me on top of this thing, and and he introduced me, and and he sell it, and it was like this dresser, and I went to say something, and nothing came out of my mouth. I swear to God, my lips, nothing came out, and my grandfather, he introduced me again, a little bit stronger, and he goes, "Okay, now do it," and. and and I just, I just, I was scared. Yeah. And there was these people and nobody was making noise. And, and then he got pissed off and he said, well, you're either going to do it or you're going to get down. And yeah. right then, 1974, I knew yeah. I'm either going to face this and do this, or I'm going to be running my entire life from everything. And yeah. I just did it. And I felt good about it, and I've never looked back. Best gift anybody ever gave me in my life. I used to ditch school at 16 and Mother take my KZ400, and I had long red hair, and I'd <laughs> tie my helmet up down here, and, and I would go down to the Chino auction, and they'd let me sell furniture. And then, God, I couldn't wait. Uh, God, I graduated high school at 17. I could whip goats for three hours. They'd let me sell hogs for an hour. I mean, it's just amazing, right? Yeah. I've been learning for like 40-some years, 45 years or 43 years. I don't know, 42 years. And I've been doing it since 96. And you can do it. How, how did, how did, yeah. how did you first well, my like, first thing happened is he had gotten his wisdom I would tell you, okay, I would probably yeah. say, okay, it's mm -hmm. counting, and it doesn't matter if it's a dollar or a million, it's all relative. And I'd probably have you do something like a little exercise, like one now, two, two now, three, three now, four, four now, five, and maybe have you go to a hundred. And then I might have to change that up in quarters, like 25 and 50, and that's a half, 75 and a dollar, and a buck and a quarter, and a buck and a half. And then I might have you go one, would you bid two, and two, would you bid three, and I might have you change all that stuff around. And then pretty soon you'd just be going, you know, I've got one. Would you bid two now, two, two bucks? Would I bid two now, two, two, two? two? I got two, three, three. three there. four, four. What about four, five? What five? What about six, seven? What about seven? Got to go. Boom! You got six. And don't forget to pay the lady. So eventually, the auctioneering becomes really automatic, and you know, there's a lot of things that you need to think about when you're selling. As an auctioneer, my perspective is I like to see, you know, who wants what I've got coming up. I'm always looking down the road, and if I've got a ten thousand dollar piece of equipment coming on this line, and I've got a guy with his elbow on it, and he's got a green shirt, I'm going to be watching you. Because as soon as I get to that, you're gonna. If you want it, I'm gonna tell. Because I'm a, body I'm a master at body language, he and I, I, I am good at it. Yeah. I 
mean, I know when somebody wants something. I know when they have money in their pocket yeah. to spend, and, and I can just tell. So He's got me with that also because I can see where he's going, and I'm helping him catch those bids, and I can see with the body and where he's going and stuff. So I'm catching the same bid as him, so we're not out of order. It's funny just to watch people. Fun. You know, I, I was yeah. selling some pharmaceutical equipment one time, and I had no idea what any of it was, but it was expensive. It was lab equipment. These pieces were 20000 50000 seven. It was huge, right? And so I get there, and I don't know. So I look for 20000 You hear somebody giggle or laugh. <laughs> okay, now they're either laughing because you set it in too high, or they're trying to make you think that you set it in too high. So, yeah. you know, it's you have to decipher if it's a laugh like it's too much, then you might drop down to three or 4000 in rock. If not, you might drop down to 10000 Act like you maybe got ten or twelve and a half, fifteen thousand and twenty. You're right back there. Then you get the hand. And uh, yeah. so it's just something you're going to learn from doing it. He's a master at it. Yeah. He's sold everything. He knows the value of most everything. Sometimes I'll get up there and I've had to do, it started because, you know, I married Danny and we're, I was buying auction stuff myself and he had gotten his wisdom teeth pulled and he was so swollen. He had 17 auctions lined up and he could barely talk. And I figured, well, it's Thursday, now it's Monday. And I was just, oh, I'd already taught her. Right. Well, gonna, I was scared to death. You're going to have to go do this, I, I said, told her. Oh, no, I'm not. She goes to my mom. She oh. tells my mom, oh, he Can has all, he can't speak. You're going to have to go out and do his auctions. His auctions. Mm. You're his wife to be, and you're going out to do the auctions. Right. I was like, verify. I've never done an auction by myself. I've only clerked on my, and you know. She went out and did great. She came back with it. a big head. And yes. uh, she goes, I think I like yes. this. And I think be, so, you oh, know, Lord. so the next week we're yeah. at a fundraiser, yeah. and, you know, I do these fundraisers for these hunting groups yeah. and stuff. And, I'm like, what and, is this, a rifle? And he's all, shotgun, babe. And I mean, I don't know what I'm selling. Yeah, she's you know? calling a gauge of caliber, <laughs> but it don't matter. Everybody loves her, and they just bid. And so she, she's got this, you know, this decoy, decoy. And she goes, what do you get for these? And, you know, we usually get, you know, a couple, two, three hundred dollars for it. So, you know, get two or three hundred. So she slams like five hundred or seven fifty four. I don't know what it was. It was, yep. it was a lot of well, money. Well, take two. Thank you very much. All right. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I see why you love it so much. What a perfect team we are. How long have you guys been married? 23 years. Well, we've been married 19, 19 years, years, and we just we just together. had it August 26, and yeah. I gave her bronze, a big bull. From the moment I met him, I knew he was the one. I told my mom yeah. our second date. Yeah. Our second date, she moved in and didn't leave. That That's a true it. story. I said, You're and the so one. I told my mom, I said, I'm going to marry this girl. My mom, we had like real estate like together. She went and took me off all the real estate. She thought I was crazy. She, she, she was, took me off all the real estate. She was married four or five times. She was she married says, four times, and yeah, she was just crazy. a little jaded. I, yeah. I said, you know, after the fourth time, I said, Mom, you think you'll ever get married again? She goes, I don't think so. I think it's just really overrated shit from Arkansas. She, she, she goes, I think that people should just have to sign a contract once a year. If they don't want to get, they don't want to get married, they just go their other way, and they just, everybody yep. just, and I said, you're jaded, Mom. But she yeah. had friends and stuff. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> So anyway, uh, Mom, uh, she was also an auctioneer. She learned yeah. from my grandfather, her dad. Yes. and. Uh, and so when I was a kid, I used to come in and say, Mom, auctioneer for us. And she would auctioneer for my, me and my friends, and I, I just loved it. And yeah. I, just, uh, I just, I think I just love being an auctioneer. We have a son together, and our son was a little embarrassed at first when we started Storage Wars, you know. He's, he didn't want us to tell anybody. No, he was turning 11. He goes, I'm embarrassed. Stop that, Mom, Dad. Or, oh, you're so funny. Do you I'm have to be on TV? Well, I don't know. Do you, do you need that? Sure. Yeah. You know, so I. Was, you want those tennis shoes? I, I don't thought, know. You know, I, I I need to take this microphone off early. Sorry, folks. Go finish your day, and I'd leave and go try to be there. You know, and everything. And I thought, you know, time goes by. And he goes, Mom. He says, auction for my friends. Dad, Dad, let's do this. We started getting all the popular. Yes. All the popular yes, and I thought, oh, I guess Mom and Dad are cool now. Yeah, <laughs> he uses it. 
he uses it to his yeah, advantage, I think. Now. He's 21. Yeah. And I wish I had a ball in life like that when I was 21. <laughs> I think I had kids on the way and I had a mortgage Does payment. No, 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 my kids, no, no, no. You know, they, yeah, he just doesn't want to do it. He's Auctioneering is something you have to have a little passion for. Yeah. You can't just have your dad one day say, hey man, you're going to be an auctioneer like your old dad. I used to do that to him when he was a, like a little kid. And then one day, uh, what did he do? I, oh, I said, son, you don't have to be an auctioneer. You don't have to be this fourth generation auctioneer because your older brother's going to be an auctioneer. And he goes, great, because I want to be a WWE wrestler. <laughs> this is the same one that's 21 now. He was like, I don't know, or eight or 10 or something. Or yeah. Good, because I want to be a WWE, WWE wrestler. wrestler. And I'm thinking, you little wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So my oldest son, you know, he auctions a little bit. My middle son doesn't do it, but. Yeah. Believe it or not, they didn't. They didn't follow through with it. So I did. I decided I'm just going to continue this, and and because of that, with our legacy, I said we've got to get this on footage. We need to have some footage. I used to have everything when I was so a kid. Show, I, know, used to, I used to. I used to all uh, reel to reels. I had cassette tapes and VHSs through the '80s. I had a whole bag of stuff and. My first wife ran off with a gardener, and that stuff ended up in a dumpster. And um, and so you know, I was telling Laura, you know, it's almost. I had auctioneering when I was a kid, all the way going up. And she, like so we got a three chip camera and started putting stuff on YouTube. And then yeah. a guy steps forward, named uh, what was uh, Doug, Doug, and he's a, he's a little director dude. He makes movies and stuff. And he says, uh, he goes, why don't you let? Why don't you hire me to film? And I'll charge you three hundred fifty bucks, and I'll edit it and everything. All right, see how you do, because I really love this editing. I'm really great at it, and I want to do it. And <laughs> you think YouTube. you can do it, go ahead. So he did it, and I wow. put like his work next to mine, and it was incredible. Yeah. He was really talented, yeah. and I really Whoa. sucked. So I said, okay. This makes us look this, good. Right. Uh, so we, we started popping those um, YouTubes up once a week. We and, would film footage, give and it to me, it's I was the only auctioneer on uh, YouTube, and I just wanted yeah. my competitors to know that I'm better than my competitors, and I'm a third-generation auctioneer, and I got all this experience and I'm the dude, and uh, the economy kind of took, took a, a crash. dive in 09, and ABC and NBC and KCET all got together within a 45-day period of time. Type they of wanted to do an economy thrift type story, story and feature yeah. us, and they said, yeah. "Can we show up?" And I said, "Yes." CBS yeah. shows up out in Corona, California, to a sale with a big dish on the top, and the manager says, "Oh, I can't allow this, Danny. I got to call the owner." And I said, "Oh, come on. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. I'm not going to do. Any You're not doing anything wrong here." And and yeah. so we all did it. Just and held our breath, and then we then we waited because you know the half of the industry that you know thought the sky was going to fall on them, it never did fall. But we were always waiting for the very first day for it to fall. I mean, as soon as that first news thing came out, everybody, you know, hovered, Ooh. and uh, and nothing bad came from it. Yeah. And then everything started popping, and within. 45 days, all three of them did a, a thing. We had 27 production companies and networks offer us deals over an 18-month period of time. My idea, all the people I thought would be great for it. So we signed up with this and, first company yeah. uh, called Go Go Lucky. And uh, Laura, I think we've mentioned this in, in an interview or so, but uh, you know, Laura's has these prolific dreams, yeah. and she wakes up from a dream one day, I and can she see it. and she Everything. and I'll let you tell it. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> and she's writing down in her book. You know, she goes, "I'm not going to worry about Go Go Lucky because I had a dream last." And I, okay, I love hearing these because mm -hmm. mama has dreams, right? And I said, what's that? And she again. says, uh, she goes, on September 2nd, we're going to be approached by a company called A to Z Productions. They're going to have an office in New York, Miami, L.A., and, and Memphis. And on uh, October 14th, 2009, uh, they're going to pitch us to the network. It's going to pick us up. Thank you, God. <laughs> she writes. All right. Yep. So September 2nd comes along, and I get a text. 
and it's it's not from it's not from A to Z Productions. It's from North South Productions, oh and they have an office in New York. Miami, LA, and they don't have one in Memphis, Tennessee, but they have an office in Knoxville, Tennessee. Bam. So mama hit mama hit three cities and four states right on. So I tell everybody else, Mommy had a dream, we're we're gonna go. So and on like, October uh, October thirteenth comes along and they say we're gonna pitch you the history channel tomorrow. Laura's okay. Yeah. We, one of our customers had found this bill. It turned out to be a phony, but it was a really rare bill. So it was like a thousand fifteen dollar bill or something. It was it was an early note. Yeah. So long story short, we're pitching that to the history channel. And remember, A and E owns history, okay? So this guy, Dave McCullough. A Z A and E. Right. Like, well, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, um, she has another dream. We don't hear anything. And uh, right and after New Year's Eve, um, I fell asleep, and I went, "Oh my gosh!" I woke up like five minutes after midnight. I'm like, "Oh, okay," you know. And I go, "I had a crazy dream, Danny." They took us, and they're like, "Shh." the executives and took our tape and put it in the closet and closed the door. They're like hiding us. I go, what do you think, what, what does that mean? I said, you know, like. So you better call them. I'm like, oh, And I'm from to me to you, standing from her and she's calling them. Hi, months, this is Laura, the auctioneer's wife. Just wondering how our show's coming along. And I think what they thought she said was. <laughs> was Hello, this is the wife of the other auctioneer for the other show that you're working on. In Ohio with the, the auction, <laughs> auction barn, barn concept. concept. And they just really they just like the really auction different. house concept. They're gonna pick it up. What? And I'm watching Auction Laura, house? and she goes, what? What about she goes, storage? Yeah, that's what she says. And she goes, what do you mean? Yeah. They have two shows. What's the name of your other show? And the more she's talking, the more she's getting pissed off. Finally, she hangs up the phone from them, and she goes, God, please send us a Tom Beers. I'd never heard of that man. I didn't know who he was. I said, who's that? And she goes, that's... I saw Trucker's Deadliest Catch, you know, Axman, the shows you watch. That is the Manly Man show. So we need a guy like that. Okay, we need a guy like that. So three weeks later, I'm in Van Nuys doing a sale, and I'm on fire. The planets are lined up beautiful. I can't do any... I can't say or do anything wrong. I am just pulling it from everywhere. This dude comes up, and he says, uh, he goes, you ever think about doing a reality show? I'd already had 15 assholes talk to me, right? And I look at this guy, I said, yeah, you're number 16. Everybody just promising everything. talked to 15 crazy. assholes okay <laughs> and I said yeah you're number 16 baby what's your name and he hands me his card it's Tom Beers I said no way I said my wife prayed to God you would come here and here you are I said you're the guru I have 45 days left yeah. in this contract if you can if you're patient he goes I'm patient seven days before our contracts up we get a we get a phone call from a, a discovery channel yeah. production company and he goes hey I'll give you a pile of money if you let me uh, develop you and your lovely wife with the show it takes us about six months, and I said, well, you know what? I'm in a holding pattern right now for Tom Beers, and thank you very much. And they, about three hours later, they call me, and they say, you know, and they're like in a panic, right? We'll fly out right now. We'll give you this money. We'll give sign you six shows on uh, Discovery yeah, Channel stationery if, uh, if you'll sign up tonight. And I said, well, let me think about life. it overnight. So Literally changing our life overnight. We're like, oh, my gosh, this is for real. So, <laughs> you know? so I sent Tom Beers an email. I said, you know, uh, these guys say Discovery Channel, six shows. You say History Channel, four shows. They're wanting to give me this much money. What say you? And so he pops right back, and we're going to match that offer. And then I go right back, no, you're going to beat that offer. And I send it off, and I don't hear anything. So a couple of days goes by, and I'm asking Laura and everybody, should I call this guy? And I go, yeah, maybe you should just wait a little. Oh, he's you such know? a busy man. Yeah. You know, but in life, but timing's everything, you know. I'm so and glad he didn't listen this time. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't listen as often as you would like me to. Right? <laughs> that's why you get lost all the time. And <laughs> that's why they pay the lady and not the man. And <laughs> I'm decent. <laughs> He made the phone call, and I'm glad he did. So I, I call yes. him up, and I said, you know, to Thomas Dan Dodds, an American auctioneer. Hey, Dan, hey, I'm doing fine. I sent you an email, and I'd ask you for a certain money. That'd be a good no a number for Laura and I to get along the best. You know, a big round number like that would be a lot better than the one you had. And he goes, Danny, I I'm right in the middle of a screening right now. Sure, that's fine. If that's what you want, we'll make that work. And I, I just couldn't hang up fast enough because that went from four shows to 280 shows. Yeah. I guess. And, yeah. 
Sure. And we just worked it out. And, you know, it was, uh, they said, how long do you think this is going to last for? How long do you think? Because I had said to them, I dreamt about it. I said, this is like 10 years, 12 seasons, and that's what we're at right now. And, I, and they said, do you think you have it in you to go more? I go, yes, we do. The, 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 the network put the network put out a um, mandate to, for us. Yes. And we, we didn't hear that. We didn't hear that from the people that we were working with, but we heard it from other production companies yeah. that contacted us, and and yeah. it was just an amazing ride for How that whole that whole together. thing. The way it just kind of all lined up. Yeah. yeah. We've, we we kind of know a little bit more about it and how to go in and make it happen and how to uh, you know secure the name and the rights and stuff like that. We have been uh, enjoying every moment of this. You've been listening to the Radius Podcast. Don't miss a beat. Subscribe today and stay up to date on self-storage. And come and hang out with us at RadiusPlus.com. We'd love to hear from you.